Hey, I'm Dash. And I'm Rosa. And you're listening to Psychic Psychic Friends. I have to ask, does my voice sound crazy? No. Well, I was going to say, this is a good good segue into it, because we have an important announcement regarding the the health and well-being of Psychic Friends, and that is yesterday, Rosa watched Dracula Untold. That is Uh, no, Rosa got, did you want to say it? Yeah. So I, I did get COVID. I work with kids. One of them, one of those little, little fuckers gave me COVID, which is, you know, like at this point, I'm happy that I, I survived two years not getting COVID from a child. And that's pretty impressive. I would argue, I would say it's like, I'm like pretty good at this. Um, I've only gotten it once. It's, this is the one. Rosa's day job is a kid's cough in your mouther. Yeah. And it's just a really hard job to avoid getting COVID during. Yeah, because you do need them to cough directly into your mouth. That's what kids like to do. And it's, no, it's not good. I wouldn't recommend, wouldn't recommend having COVID. If you can, if you cannot get COVID, I would try, try to do that. I spent most so like i have pretty mild symptoms i did spend most of yesterday in the er which is the worst place on earth a new york city er i also cannot recommend enough not going to a new york city er if you can sure not do yeah that. i've been doing pretty good not doing it yeah um, it's it's living in a different state working yeah, from living, in, di- living in a different state <laughs> helps me not go to new york er's i will say um yeah i wouldn't yeah would not recommend all any of this um the one weirdest so i went to the er because i had like chest tightness like i and i have asthma so i wasn't my heartbeat went way 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 up and so i went to urgent care being like i have covid and my heart too fast what's up with that and they were like you might have a blood clot you do need a d-dimer test they can only do that in an er and you probably also need an x-ray or a cat scan right and I was like, well, that's not ideal. You can't do that here. And they were like, hey, we did the EKG here. So right. that's all we can do. So I go to the hospital. I'm like, I, I already got an EKG. They're like, well, we're going to have to give you another EKG. And I'm like, God, these things are going to be like $300. I know an EKG yeah. can't be cheap. Sucks, yeah. And so they did all the tests. I'm like four and a half hours, which, again, unideal if you're yeah, someone who hates being in a New York City ER. But right. everything's clear. I don't have a blood clot. I'm fine. It's just That's good. COVID makes your heart go real fast. Is the so thing. I want to I want to say so. nothing about nothing about you getting COVID is funny, and I, I don't I don't think it's funny that you got COVID. I will say there is something funny about if you are a person who listens to all of our episodes in order. Last week being the one where you're like, you know what, people aren't being safe out there, and and I don't want to be, the, you know, I'm I'll be safe, but I also like I want to be able to see a movie, and I want to do all this stuff. <laughs> Last week being the one where you made that declaration, and this week being the one where you're like, guess what, y'all got COVID is narratively a little bit funny. It is pretty funny. I also think the funny, like, I think it's funnier that I got it at my job. I think mm-hmm. it, I think it. I, and I don't think anyone who gets COVID should feel ashamed. It's not a no. shame thing. But like, no, no, if no, I no. did it because I went to the movies, right? Like, if if the sure. reason I got COVID was because I went or we like went to a party or like did, yeah, I literally got it because I work with children with children. Yeah. So it's like definitely not my fault. It's the no, 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 no. Fault. So I do okay. think that. Well, no, it's it is. I mean, it's the 
it is the fault of, of making children go to school in a global pandemic. It's fully. Um, I would say 50%. Yes, that is true. 50%. <laughs> okay. So I have worked in schools for many months. I've been exposed, I believe like 14 times to COVID um, working yeah. in schools in the past year. What it's one part. Yes. Yeah. The kids, you would probably, that's a lot of times to be exposed and every single teacher will tell you the exact same thing because uh, kids are gross and that, yeah. and oh, I, I don't, I don't like them. I'm on record as, I'm on record as saying. And teaching them in person during a global pandemic will make exposures go up. Now, I think there's a part two of this. Um, Uh Right now, Eric Adams lifted mask mandates for public city schools, uh, which I was not working during because I was like, I'm going to wait a week and wait for how that works out. Here's the thing. Um, This is where I do blame my children. And um, I fought, I had the same fight probably 10 times last week where I was like, put your mask on. And they were like, well, next week we don't have to wear masks. And I was like, I don't care. It's this week. And they were like, you're a bitch. And I was like, it's a, it's a, it's a, (laughs) it's a, it's a citywide man. It's it's not me personally. It's not me, Miss Wild, a bitch. Um, Yeah. Kids are funny as hell though. Can I, I, can I tell you my favorite kid conversation? It has nothing to do with COVID. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, a bunch of, I had to stop a bunch of kids uh, from talking about if it was better if they had been aborted or not. And um, they oh. all said yes. And I was like, yeah, these kids don't even want to be here. You know what? I give them, <laughs> but then I had to be like, can you put on your mask? And they were like, why? Goes down Monday. And I was like, so you do want yeah. to die. Put your goddamn yeah. mask on. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, everything's a nightmare. But yeah. I want to I want to make it very clear. This, but, you know, no, no, no. I, I, okay. Let me get some. Uh, yeah? So Please. I spend like almost five hours in the ER. I am tired. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sick. I am. My heart has gone down, but it's still like not sure. feeling great. I got. Yeah. I, I have lost my sense of taste, so I can't eat any, or I can eat things, but it's uh, the worst experience. I do not recommend losing all sense of taste and smell. Yeah. Um, I get home. And I do one thing. Okay. Watch Dracula Untold. Well, so that's I, what I was going to say. This is, you know, I do want to make sure everyone knows this is not a joke. We did both watch Dracula Untold. And the reason for this is that I watched it. So my partner <laughs> went to just go on like. Go on. I was coughing a bunch during whatever you were saying. Oh, my internet is bad. A, like a small cabin, and they hung out in the woods. Just a nice little thing that they did with their mom. And so I was um, on my own this weekend, just like, just kind of just putzing around the apartment, being like, I'm alone. It's spookier. So I closed one of the doors to the room I never go in, so the door's not open. And that makes me feel less spooked out. And I don't know how to explain it. That's just how I feel. Well, but it also can't ma- open doors. That's true. They can't. That's the thing. I watched The Sixth Sense. I know ghosts can't open doors. Ghosts can't open doors. And one of the things that I did was I was like, well, I guess I'll just put a movie on and play video games. And so I was like, Dracula Untold, this looks, this seems bad. So let's go ahead and give this one a quick watch. And the reason I, I ended up texting Rosa about it, which ultimately led to Rosa watching it, was that it is... So movies made in 2014, it is just a befuddlingly racist. It is like truly unimaginably racist. Like, and you think, okay, 2014, you get some racial tropes. No, it is like 
one of the most racist movies I've ever seen. It's like a big budget movie made in the last 10 years. So um, I do, I'm going to say it is racist. It is very racist. Yes. Yeah. On top of that, though, everything is also insane. Like, I thought <laughs> I was walking into, like, a Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, I was walking yeah, yeah, into, no. like, a lightly racist Van Helsing. That's what I was like, no. okay, so this is uh-huh. like racist sure. Van Helsing. Sure, yeah, I can yeah. watch. And okay. It's, like, literally, like, an hour and 30 minutes. It's very short. And I was it's like, yeah. It's not a long movie. I was like, okay, that sounds fine. I can understand that. A, I thought it was going to be from earlier. I, it is from 2014, okay. which is important. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is also a lot of the movies you suggest me to watch are very low budget films, which I love. I love. Yeah, low yeah, budget. yeah. I think sure. that I love this a low budget. High budget. The high this, budget movie. This, this, I. Why didn't I hear about this movie? Because it's bad. Yeah, sure. But like, <laughs> it, it's like it's very high budget. Except none of the actors are that famous. It's like a Tom Cruise level budget no. looking movie with just like yes, Tom totally. Cruise said, no, this one's actually too racist for me. A guy who believes in aliens. Right. Yeah. And I. Hold on. Hold on. How are you equating these two things? I just believing assume, in aliens and being racist. I just assume Scientology is racist. I don't know. Oh no! I mean Scientology is racist. I just don't. Yeah, but no, that's his, no. like, thing. He loves the Scientology. Yeah, anyway. Go on your thing. Keep going. Keep going. I, I kind of went on a jump there, but I think people will understand what I mean. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, I, uh, there's no one famous that, I, I, there's the guy from Mamma Mia is in it, the plays, the, the guy who gets married to the, the girl in Mamma Mia, and, um. Oh, and, that's the Dominic Cooper, right? Yeah, Dominic Cooper. Who plays Cooper. the Sultan in in full brown face yeah, full brown in face. full like, god full king xerxes now here's the thing i was talking to i was talking to sam not your sam a different sam about it i guess dominic cooper a white scotchman has also played like iraqi in a couple of films like that's that's part of this guy's whole deal i guess oh that's his part of his thing that's one of his things he does this is a white guy so i i did some digging on the internet to be like okay. is this guy is this guy anything other than white at all because i'm curious um, I if he is, it's hidden. If he is, it's not out there. As far as is a Scott and English man. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they got out. They got out. They got out the full bronzer treatment. Yeah, they and, made him very tan to the point that I almost uh, didn't recognize him at first. Like I had to look it up, making it seem like mm-hmm. there was actually nobody famous in this movie. But then I recognized. Yes. Like, I feel like usually when you watch a movie from 2014... Uh, what's his name who plays the old vampires? But a very, he's a character actor who you see, you're like, oh, that guy. Except I, I kind of didn't because he had he was a vampire. Like, he was in a scary... Well, until, until the end. Let's not spoil the end, because I do want to talk about the last scene of the film, because that's also true. Um, yeah, okay, so... So when walk me through. Walk, let's walk through the movie. I walk through. Walk, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, go ahead. So when you first texted me, "Hey, Dracula Untold," it's pretty racist because of the Sultan. I was like, "There's a Sultan in Dracula," and you were like, yeah. "Yeah, the Sultan." And I was like, "I read Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't remember a <laughs> yeah, Sultan. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't." No, there's not usually a Sultan. So this is a prequel to Drac to like the Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. Prequel to Dracula, yeah. Kind of. Um, uh-huh. and so I need to okay. So this movie starts with like a three minute everything you need to know kind of thing yeah. where it's like uh-huh. the guy's whole backstory. Now the backstory of the guy who's going to become Dracula 
pretty interesting. Very racist. Sure, totally. One part. And Very racist. Was this film made by an Armenian? Because the only person I know who hates Turks as much as this film is ethno-Armenian. And I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. The Turks get... Also, at the time, the Turks would have been the Ottomans, but they do always call them the Turks in this movie. So, whatever. Sure. So, in this, in this one, you learn that the Turkish sultan demands boys from Transylvania. He demands boys. And this is yeah, a regular a fight, thing. Fight boys. And one of those boys is Dracula. One of those boys, just call him Vlad. He's Vlad. He's not the failure yet. He's Vlad, and he's one of the boys. And he comes back and into the, he comes back to Transylvania and he's like, now I'm the prince of Transylvania and I'm never going to send boys again. He was, and, to be fair, he was always yeah. the prince. His dad gave him. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like a Forgot. show of loyalty to the Sultan's boy <laughs> army or whatever. That's right. To the boy army. Yeah. Um, of the Ottoman, the Ottoman empire's famous Did boy army. Empire <laughs> ever have a boy army? I don't know. I'm not a history. I'm not I, a history kid. Let me say. So, okay. So, um, suddenly. Uh, oh, no. This, so, part of this is true. So, part of this is actually just okay. what happened to Vlad the Impaler. So, okay. not so much. The so, here's the thing that you have to know going into the movie. Um, when you meet, because you see the Transylvanian people first, and they are all white people with British accents. Every single okay. one of them. Yeah. And some of them are blonde hair, blue-eyed white people with British accents, but they are all white people with British accents. And you think, oh, okay, this is just going to be a movie where everyone's white people with British accents. Incorrect. All of the Turkish people are, are either white people made up to look Middle Eastern or Middle Eastern people with Middle Eastern accents. Every single one of them, to the point where you're like, it's weird that you would make all the Transylvanians white British people and then make all be like no but the turks have to the turks have to we have to make the turks a caricature of a part of the world so even the turkish people come in and well so first in the movie uh there's a turkish scout troop that gets killed um and vlad goes to investigate this and he ends up in a cave where a dracula attacks him and yeah, he runs away from the dracula he runs away for Dracula, and the Turks show up, and they're like, "By the way, we need a thousand boys." And all of the all of the Turkish people are like weirdly touching the boys in a way that's like both like homophobic and very much like, "Ooh, these the you know these dangerous people. They want to touch your boys." And yeah, it's to be fair, I I should say I was looking into just the history of Vlad the Impaler, and as a young man, he was held prisoner in Turkey. I could not sure. find anything for sexy boy army or whatever that was. That right. I that yeah. one no. Okay, well, so still, but this this movie sort of paints a picture that like the Turkish people want your boys to do a big fight, and also so they can touch them all weird. And then there's this whole thing where uh, the sultan, you meet the sultan, and I'm like, I think that's a white guy, brown face. And I look it up, and this like, brown face. And he's yeah. doing a bad accent, too. And uh, then he demands a thousand boys, and he demands Dracula's boy. He's like, I want your boy specifically. Well, <laughs> give me that's because boy. Dracula won't give him the a thousand boys, and then he's like, no, it's a thousand and one. What is your boy? <laughs> yeah, a thousand and one boys. <laughs> Um, the amount of times so, they say boys in this movie is also like they say it a lot. I hate it so much. They say a lot. They say boys many times, 
in this one. Um, a lot of boys. And and then the other wife, like, no, they can't have our boy. Um, you promised me they'd never take our boy. His and wife so, is so useless in the, like, she's just <laughs> kind of there for so much yeah. of this movie. I, totally. So I think you skipped a very important part. Oh, oh no, we're getting we're getting there. Never mind. Though I do have to say one thing that you very much glossed over. In three okay. minutes, they tell the whole story of Vlad the Impaler, like the cool years, like kind yeah. of off screen. Yeah, like, yeah, we don't get to see any of that stuff. He was a boy soldier, and then he became an Impaler, and then um, he's mm-hmm. the prince now. Don't worry about it. And then it like so throughout this, you're like, wait this starts with him like after an entire lifetime of cool shit and then yeah well and now he just wants peace that's his whole thing is he's like i just want want peace or whatever you know he just wants peace um he's done he's he says a lot like my impaling days are behind me that's not who i am anymore i don't do impalings now i want peace now i'm a peace man um which is one of those things where i I don't know if that's all. I I should read more of Vlad the Impaler that he maybe sure. later in life became a peace man. But I'll tell you mm-hmm. one thing: it doesn't really matter because historically he did not become a Dracula. So you can take whatever artistic liberties well, with this as you want. No. We don't know that. Well, maybe we don't know. We don't know that for sure. So uh, yeah, so he's <laughs> it is weird. Army. He's got to fight the Turkish army. And he doesn't really have an army of his... Like, he, he talks a lot about not having an army, and he super does have an army, because you see all of his army a lot. In it. But he talks a lot about how he doesn't have an army, and they don't have an army. They do have an army, but it's not a good one, I guess, or something. It's not big, but no. it doesn't so he So he's like, I gotta get, I gotta get some powers to fight certain people. And so he goes back to that cave, and he's like, all right, monster... Give me your powers, I guess. And that that first guy is like, all right, well, here's my new Dracula rules for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you a Dracula, and you're going to be so horny for human blood, and if you eat any human blood in three days, you're a Dracula forever. But if you I abstain... Here, one sec. I'm worried okay. about you're breaking up a little bit, so I'm going to move rooms, and then I'm going to just... Let me see. I think this will be better. Okay, well now your now your video's frozen. It'll come back in a sec. I turned off. I like turned it off and turned it on. So gotcha. All right. <laughs> Sorry. W- please start up where you were. So Dracula goes to the other to the Dracula in the cave, and he's like, "I'm gonna cave need Dracula Can to you- the cave, Dracula." And he's like, "I need your I need your strong powers to fight the Turkish people." And Cave Dracula is like, "All right, well we're gonna play a game." We're gonna play a game where you're gonna have you're gonna have powers, but if you drink human blood, which is the thing that you're gonna want to do, you'll be a Dracula forever. But if you don't, you'll only have the powers for three days, and then you'll go back to being a good peace man. And Dracula's like, easy, done. Let's fucking do it. And so then they do a whole thing about how Dracula's got powers now, and the main power he has is turning into bats. That's the main thing he does in this one, is he turns into a lot of bats to be and fair, flies around. It is a very cool effect. They do yeah. maybe do it a couple too many times. <laughs> a few too many times. Yeah. Um, and so he uses his bat magic to kill a bunch of the bad car- army. 
and he's trying to escape with his family to this castle that they can defend. Um, and the best part, maybe in the whole film, is that someone comes to the Sultan and is like, hey, Sultan, uh, the Dracula turned into a monster now. And the Sultan's like, ah, well, men cannot fear what they cannot see. And so he decides to blindfold his whole army and send them into battle. So his whole army is blindfolded now. And they try to do a story thing where they have him on a horse and he's like, hey, do you all remember how I taught you to fight blindfolded? Well, now's the time. Which is crazy. Because even if being blindfolded gave you like an advantage, like even if it gave you plus two against Dracula's, which it doesn't. It gives you even if it a hundred against, <laughs> against non-Dracula. <laughs> and there are other people in this one. So the, the Turkish army is all blindfolded. Dracula doesn't even fuck with them from up close because what he does is he summons a hurricane of bats, just like a full bat tornado, and just crashes it into these guys. The blindfolds do not come into play even a little bit. Nothing about the blindfolds have any effect on anything. They just do a whole scene about like, yep, these guys are blindfolded. Anyway, here's Bat Tornado. And he hits them with the Bat Tornado. Um, and then one of the guys throws his wife off a cliff and Dracula is trying to fly down to get her, but he can't fly fast enough for some reason. Because I guess Dracula cannot fly faster than a human being falls in regular gravity, which I don't think is true about Dracula. He just summoned a lot of bats. Like, he doesn't even have to jump. Couldn't he just summon the bats to come up and push her back onto the ledge? Yeah, um, you could probably just make some bats and just give her, like, a cool bat pillow fall. Um, Doesn't do that. Flies down after she falls, I want to say, like, 100 feet. More, like a f- probably honestly yeah she hits the ground and does not die well she doesn't she- hit the ground he like kind of like she like right at the like it is a weird thing where she's like a foot above the ground he like partially touches her but then she like hits like a oh okay like so it's like we don't even see her like splat you know what i'm saying which she 100 yeah. percent should have but like right. we never actually see her hit the ground she's just then on the ground you know what she's I'm on saying? the ground but she she's dying now yeah, um, from, I guess, falling that much, but... From the fall, I think. And sh- uh, she's like, it's the third day, and you're gonna lose your Dracula powers, and the Sultan has taken our boy, so you need to drink my blood so that you can be a forever Dracula and get our boy back. It seems to me, and it's just me, okay. that he could yeah. take on one Sultan. Like, I know the Sultan yeah, was an yeah. army, but he just kind of obliterated the army. Like, and the Sultan- With a hurricane of bats. Yeah. Like, the Sultan's still in the castle. You just need to kill one guy who's just still one in dude. the place that you live. Yeah. So, he doesn't do that, though. And instead, he drinks his wife's blood and becomes a forever Dracula. And then he's like, now I'm going to fuck the Sultan up. But first, I'm going to turn all my guys into Draculas. And so he turns all of his guys into Draculas. And one of the guys has a line where he's about to kill a Turkish person. And he says, I used to think there were too many of you, but now I think there's not enough. And like, it's definitely said in the like, wow, it's dark. But it's also like a triumphant moment where you're like, 
this movie is really signing off on not liking Turkish people. Like fully, fully. This is a very. I'm this literally is like, gonna Google did an Armenian direct this in the movie. <laughs> this is the way my friend is, talks about the Turkish guy at the kebab shack. She likes. Like truly. this is like fully anti-Turkish propaganda at this yeah. point in this film. Fuck, the, fuck those Turks. <laughs> is where this movie stands. Is where this movie. That is this movie's standpoint. I personally don't have a problem with Turkish people or know anything about Turkish people, really. I don't think that they're as boy hungry as this movie suggests. I would argue probably that's maybe one of the number one things I would say I have not heard about Turkey is that it is boy hungry. I I know a little bit about Turkey, but that one. This so is Thor's <laughs> first movie. Do we think he made stuff after this? I don't know. Kind of. Uh, so this is... So they have to make the fight interesting, or at least try to. So well, he's Irish, which okay. So he's just an Irish person who hates. Just an hates Irish Turkey. person who hates, yeah, the Turkish as well. So they have to try to put the Sultan on even footing with the Dracula. So instead of like doing a thing where he says like, "Hey, I have one of my people with a knife to your boy's throat, and if you use any of your Dracula powers, we're gonna kill your boy," or something like that, that would make sense. Instead. Dracula gets there, and in the 15 minutes since he took the boy, the Sultan has filled a whole room with silver coins. The floor is all silver coins. There's silver coins hanging from bags, because Draculas don't like silver. Yeah, Draculas hate silver. It is interesting, not only um, is this room full of silver silver coins, but it seems to be the coins that, that Dracula pays to them for, like, the Every right. Year, All the, like, these are coins with Dracula's face on it, which makes it more ironic that they're the I, coins goofing about. But, up. like, I guess? Sure. Like, <laughs> like, you could say, oh, that's more ironic, but it's kind of like Alanis Morissette's ironic, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, it, is that irony, actually, or is it just, like, a thing? Kind, it's like an unfortunate thing. Yeah, kind um, of like so, in spite of being in a room fil- made of silver coins, which I guess the print, like, the Sultan threw together real quick um he obviously defeats the sultan because he's a dracula and then all his other draculas that he made are like all right time to eat your boy because that's what we've all decided now is we're gonna eat your boy and dracula go ahead there's so many people in this world and they're like nope gotta be the boy (laughs) yeah um and dracula is like here monk who's a human still you take my boy and now I guess I'm going to summon the sun, a thing that Dracula can do in this, in, this one, in this one. So he summons the sun, which is a power that I don't think Dracula has, no. historically speaking. And the sun fries up all the other Draculas and also our Dracula. But the creepy guy, who is also Middle Eastern, who had been like, let me serve you, Dracula is feeds him some blood and brings him back to life oh that's an important thing too there's a point right before he kills the sultan where the guy's like vlad something and he's like my name's not vlad anymore now it's dracula Dracula. (laughs) which is like not if they had built that up as like meaning something like there there are lines where it's like oh you mean son of the demon he's like actually it means son of the dragon like there's a whole thing where like okay sure they debate the meaning but there's no narrative oomph where he's like actually now my name is dracula and it's like yeah. okay i guess. I guess yeah he's the he's dracula yeah no you're right he's he's a dracula now I, he's a dracula now i so one thing that i'm kind of glad though that he kills all those vampires is 
Yeah. The, the vampires that he kills at the end, um, three of them are like ladies who look at him seductively at one way. And I was yeah. like, don't give me the backstory of how he got the gods of dragons. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what it means about him killing them is that at some point later, he's like, ah, shit, I fucked up killing those three. I got to find three people who look exactly like that. Yeah, I need like three like young Romanian lasses to turn into three new brides. Yeah. I had them at one point, but I accidentally I I goofed it. I I summoned the sun in. Well, because here's my thing. It I hate in prequels where they're like, and that's why his name is Han Solo. Like I don't. Yeah. You don't need to. No, it's stupid. It. This is yeah. where Captain Jack got his hat. No, I don't care. I don't. Don't care about it. I yeah. I, I, yeah. Just let them have things. Some things are just things. And this one, I was like, wait, that's the one thing they're going to bring in to Dracula yep. Untold? And then I was like, oh, good. They're not doing that. They didn't do it. I do you want to talk about the last scene? Because it's great. Well, I was also confused because the Dracula in the cave is always like, you'll have to be the one in the cave now. But then he never makes He's not in the cave, that yeah. cave again. He's just like, I'm no. out of the cave. Good. So the Dracula, part of the Dracula thing is like, I get to walk out of the cave. So we see the Dracula walking out of the cave and the boy walking right. in the sunrise with the monk. And then there is a last scene in this movie that makes me think they were really hoping for a sequel. No, so I have to, so say your thing and then I'm going to tell you the best part about this film. So I really, I read this as a like Marvel after credits, like give me the yeah. sequel, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. In this movie, in, so I don't want to spoil what it is, but it's just one of those things that feels like really tacked on at the end. And usually it would be like, What oh, do you mean you don't want to spoil what it is? Well, because I thought you were going to explain it. I'll just say No, it. you say it. Yeah. Okay. So in the end of this movie, um, it's present day. It's yeah. it or recent. He's a he's a modern day Dracula now. Modern, and you see him like walking the streets of a city. I don't even know what city. Do you know what city? Doesn't matter. I don't think I don't know. Yeah. Because he's like walking the streets of a city, modern day vampire style, and he run. He's like at a shop, and he runs yeah. in to a lady who's played by the same actress as his dead wife. Right. And he like. Which, like, this is, you know, calling back to the original Dracula story that Mina Harper is going to be the, you know, the reincarnation of his dead love, and that's his whole motivation. Like, that's, you know, that's the story. That's that's the the story story. of Dracula. Yeah, the reincarnation of someone who died. I get that part. I get that part. He walks up to her just, like, in a thing, and he's, like, trying to talk her up, and he's, like, she's, like, who the hell are you? You're creepy. Yeah. And he quotes her favorite poem, something we did see in an earlier, like, because that was their old marriage vows, I guess. Yeah. And she's like, my favorite poem. And he's like, yeah, I could just tell that we're great. And then they like walk away together. And then the, the creepy old vampire is not, looks like the scary thing that he was in the past, but like a normal guy is like, just like a businessman. Yeah, like well, he gets up and he he delivers the best final line possible for any movie like this, and he just looks in the camera and says, "Let the games begin," (laughs) which is so fucking funny. Now, the thing that you have to understand about this: Do you know about the the Universal Dark Universe, like the Dark Universe? Yeah, um, of course. The the Mummy. So they they tried to launch it with with the Mummy. And in the mummy is Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and all this stuff. So this was supposed to be the first film in the dark universe. Oh. And then, based on the film, they did reshoots to not connect it to a dark universe. So they did reshoots. 
they gave it this ending instead of whatever the original ending was because the original ending was to set up so it was going to be the Marvel Avengers MCU Nick Fury thing. And then this movie was so bad that they were like, oh, never. No, we'll just start with The Mummy. We don't. We don't this want one can't. <laughs> this, this, I, this can't be the first one. It's crazy because I have literally never heard a single person say anything. About, and it did. It didn't do good at the box office, but it's not no. like a super critical flop. Like no, it's, no, no. Not, it's yeah, it's kind of just whatever. People were like, "This is whatever." Whatever. It's bad. I'll tell you that it's bad. It's also yeah. okay. So there are two very cool movies inside of this movie. Okay. Yeah. 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 One would be like a Vlad the Impaler. Like when he's actually Vlad the Impaler, like they gloss over it in three minutes, but like that, like that looks oh, yeah. cool movie. Yeah, 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 fully. The second part of this movie that I think is cool is like the story of like how that vampire got in the cave. He tells it really fast at one point, but that's also pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, there's actually, I would say, even a third cool movie in this where yeah. is just Dracula, because technically between. The, sure. the events of the movie and present day right bram stoker's dracula well no i think i think that they're they're telling it in such a way where they're they're gonna have bram stoker's dracula be so okay what you've just said here's here's why what you just said is crazy yeah. because if this movie takes place after the events of bram stoker's dracula that means that after his entire adventure where he falls in love with mina harper and has all that stuff happen yeah. Then he, he strikes out with that Peter Harper. And now in the present day, he meets another one who is also named Mina. You know what I mean? Because if if this is after Bram Stoker's Dracula, this is not the second Mina. This is the third Mina. Well, so this is why I think this actually could be full Bram Stoker's Dracula. If he okay. doesn't turn Mina into a vampire in the 1800s, right. she's dead by the 1900s, meaning present-day Mina. Right, but why would it, you would sure, you don't, you don't think that after he has this whole fucked up adventure where he does a bad job and Mina turns on him and stays with Jonathan and all that stuff, he'd be like, all right, I'll just find someone new. I'm done with this. I'm done with this whole thing. I don't need. No, because I know, in no offense, I know men and Okay, no, sure. if they know that their concubine from like a billion years ago gets reincarnated sure. in a young new hot model every 20 whatever <laughs> play, you know like every 50 years absolutely not absolutely yeah okay no that's that's fair not he would be like okay messed up last time this time i'm gonna get the girl i'm gonna get the i think girl this time. i think the the best op the best option is if this is like the fifth go around you know yeah, like, like <laughs> <laughs> this is number times this is number five yeah yeah no i don't get me wrong i a hundred percent that believe that dracula would every single time there is a new sure. mina and most in yeah. any i actually feel like they go into that a little bit in one of my favorite movies um coolio picture dracula 3000 the one that's in space have you seen this one coolio's in it Coolio as Dracula in Dracula. Coolio's not, no, Coolio's not Dracula. Coolio's uh, one of the humans. Mm, that's not great because then it, that's bad casting. We could have had Coolio as Dracula. <laughs> we could have had Coolio as Dracula. In this one, Coolio's in it. It is set on a spaceship and um, and it's Dracula 3000. And that's probably the next one that I'm going to encourage you to watch. 
I will warn you, the production value much lower than Dracula Untold. Here's the problem. I actually think I would have preferred Dracula Untold if it felt like a kind of like stu- like the. I cannot stress how much this looks like a big box office like Tom Cruise yeah. style uh-huh. film. Like probably also if you've seen the Mummy, which I also hear was terrible. Yeah, and probably racist. I don't know. I didn't see it, but probably. I mean, it's a safe safe assumption. I I would guess that it's hard to make a movie about the mummy that isn't racist. Um, yeah. But... And don't don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of the. I'm a big fan of the um of the uh, uh the mummy from the nineties. The um. Yeah. Do why can't I think of his name? last name? Brendan Fraser what? mummy. Brendan Fraser, mom. Brendan Fraser's the name I hear. Does it have brown face? Absolutely. Yes. Arnold Vosloo, the titular mummy, is a Dutch man. He's yeah. just a Dutch guy in full brown face. I believe Benny's in brown face. There's like multiple. There's, There's a lot of brown face. There's a lot of like not great caricatures of races. Uh, it, those are racist films too. Um, and those, but the, you know, I, I'll, I'll watch those ones still. Uh, but this one this this one can't be good either um it does have russell crowe as dr jekyll mr hyde and that's i think the thing that as the like the nick fury of this whole thing which is so i have to say and i've said the word swamp thing many times on this podcast but i also like to to tell me we're making a dark universe and then i i know it's scrapped i know we're not making it but not at least to tell me who is going to be the creature from the Black Lagoon? Like, who is right. going to be the Swamp Thing in it? Like, who is... Well, Creature from Black Lagoon and Swamp Thing are different guys. I know, but they could have easily put them as one. No one... Like, you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure, you could have like, teamed them up like the Flash and Cyborg. Yeah, what... what and Or, like, I believe both of them are universals. Actually, one might be Arcade. Swamp... Creature from the Black Lagoon is universal, I believe. Okay, so, yeah. So, I guess they'd have to use that one, because it's all the universal movie monsters, but, like... Well, Swamp Thing is, like, a tree guy. Creature from the Black Lagoon is a fish man. Which one are you talking about? Uh, I don't care. I want to know about both of them. I Okay, yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon, I guess. Yeah, the fish man. The fish man. Yeah, fish man. I also really like Swamp Thing, though, and both of them do live in a swamp, uh, which is, like... Yeah, that's true. You can either team them up or you can kind of pick either, but one of them needs to be in your dark universe if you're making a dark universe. And Mm -hmm. yet they never released what any of that was going to be, you know? Like, they never told me, like, hey, it's Guillermo del Toro is doing that one. I'd be like, oh, great. Or they'll be like, actually, that one is Michael Bay. And I'm like, oh, better, you know? Like, I want to know, like, who's behind it? They're like, oh, yeah, in this one, it's... um, you know, Javier Bardem is Swamp Plus Thing. Then, plus, then you need to have a scene where Russell Crowe shows up and it's like, hello, creature from the Black Lagoon. It's me, Dr. Jekyll. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. My gimmick is basically the Hulk. But in this one, I'm the Nick Fury. And anyway, like, welcome no, welcome to thing? the team. I'm a fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a big fish guy. Uh, That's my thing. And he put... The thing that I think I, I'm saddest about there not being a dark universe is that who's the Loki? Of, you know what I mean? Like, who's the first, who's the first big bad? Who do they of the, fight? Is it Christ the Lord? Because I feel like that's the main person who's, like, in the crosshairs of all of these people. Well, Who do they fight? So, they ha- so they're evil. So I feel like they have to be more of a suicide squad, right? 
Like, mm, so they're taking like, on the devil. Yeah, so they have to go for a bigger <laughs> evil, right? Like, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going, sure. like, these bad guys are fighting crime now, you have to go, a more evil guy is the guy. I, I mean, it's crazy to think of them fighting crime. It's crazy to think because, like, maybe your friend because that's a maybe different. That's not what they do, but like that's a because that's because that's one where it's like, all right, here's a heist happening. Oh no, they're onto us. They're showed up to stop us. Who is it? The cops? No, it's Dracula and the mummy. Dracula and the mummy came here to stop this bank robbery. All right, so here's the thing. Maybe they don't fight yeah. crime. Maybe that's not okay. what they were leading up to it. Maybe they're not an Avengers or a Suicide Squad in that way, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they terrorize a village together. I just feel like that's their main thing. That's the main thing all of them do is terrorize various populaces. So the idea of a big team-up movie where it's like, okay, and now they're fighting aliens? Like, okay, you could make them fight aliens. That's one that they could fight because aliens could, I could see that as being like, that's a threat to the planet and they all live on the planet. So like, sure, they want, they would, that would be, I guess that's the one. Okay, so you have to team them up against aliens. You could just do Thanos again, you know? You could just make them fight Thanos because he is an alien and he's trying to, yeah, okay. I, Who do they fight? I Or again, they okay. fight no one one and they're here to do evil together which i think is a much funnier they're teaming up they're like a more of a legion of doom like they're not good we want them to fail but they've teamed up to be evil yeah i guess i haven't seen the mummy i should i i should watch that one it's not good i'm sure Um. it's not there's a board game that I really like called Horrified. Okay. If you're ever looking for board game suggestions from Rosa, no one is. That's sure. fine. Um, okay. It's a cooperative game. I mean, you play as a team and you fight all the universal monsters at once. And so I That's could- fun. Like you're, you're village people and you're saving other village people yeah. and like trying to yeah, solve you're puzzles a, to kill monsters. You're a, you're a cop and a sailor and a construction man and- yeah. Pretty much, offensive yeah, you're caricature. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're the village kind of people. Though, like, kind of the, like, you're an archaeologist, a mayor, a professor, yeah. like, whatever. Okay. You're all teaming up to fight fight these monsters loose in your town. It's actually pretty fun, okay. but I guess you sure, can yeah. make a movie like that, like, where, like, a Scooby-Doo oh. game fights all of them at once, but that doesn't seem like what you'd be leading up to in a dark universe, you know? No, I don't think so. I think that, I think you're leading up to them teaming up so that you could... I do think we're sort of, we're getting a little, like, we are growing past cinematic universes well, a little bit. We grew past this one because no one gave a shit. Like, no one yeah. cared about the Well, dark. part of that is that all the movies were bad. Yeah, you have to do, kind of have to have good movies for people to be excited about a team-up, which I think is good Like, there's a lot of legitimate criticisms about the MCU and all this stuff, but, like, Iron Man, a good movie. Iron Man is, like, a movie you can watch and be like, oh, cool, Iron Man, okay, yeah, it's Iron Man. This is a fun movie to watch. I think almost every Marvel movie is insanely watchable. There's only like two yeah. that I have felt bored or complacent or didn't. Thor two, did not don't like it. Yeah, I didn't love Captain Marvel. There was like a couple of Thor twos. Oh, I liked I liked Cap I liked Captain I thought, Marvel. I just thought it was kind of boring. I didn't. Mm. But but like there's I liked that it was a lady. I liked that it was a lady sure. one. That was fun. Yeah. I 
didn't think it went anywhere new that like a bunch of other Marvel movies hadn't though. And so I would rather, it wasn't my favorite, but like, sure, you know, like I would say the vast majority of them are like insanely watchable, put on in the background, even. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think they're big budget popcorn movies. Who gives a shit? I think you need that to start a cinematic universe because if no one cares yeah. about any of your movies, then who cares about them all right. coming together? I think this is actually a lot more like the DC universe because like sometimes all I those don't, movies are bad. A lot of them are bad, but they still just keep going and yeah. just hoping that one will someday be good. And I Suicide Squad was good, I thought. I really liked Birds of Prey as well. Birds of Prey I liked, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, the Snyder Cut, the best movie ever made. Right, yeah, the four and a half hour slog. The Snyder my point, Cut. My point being is like, I think you can slog through it until you start to get sure. some good ones at the end, but you're probably going to lose a lot of money and fans along the That's, way. Yeah. I guess I don't think, I think DC had enough fans to lose. I saw a really nuclear take that was like, wow, I'm so glad movies like Dune are saying that like, we don't need the MCU. And it's like, Hey, Dune is basically just the MCU. They all are. Stop pretending that these big fucking Hollywood movies are are any more art than the stupid popcorn bullshit. Also, Dune sucked. Dune sucked so hard, and it's too bad because I love 80s. Yeah. 80s 80s Dune. Fun and good. You know what else is good? The Sci-Fi Channel Original Pictures Dune miniseries was fucking good also. Yeah, I I think they made a boring... Yeah. A boring bad Dune that had me ask had me asking a lot of questions about really a lot of stuff. They did yeah. not explain anything in that movie. I did not like it. Rosa, this is an important question I got, which uh-huh. is should we've been doing this for forty five minutes? Ah, all right. I think- so I, is this just the Dracula Untold episode, and then this is going to happen every couple of months? Where I think we should start. We should start these these episodes like every couple every once in a while i think we should have a like a special thing we do like we like tag it differently where it's like a psychic Mm. friends goes to the movies because we do it enough now (laughs) oh psychic friends goes to the movies yeah i really like that i that's i think gonna be the name of the episode and then it'll be like psychic friends goes to the so here's what it's gonna be it's gonna be episode like 112 i think it's 112 or 113 okay yeah Episode 112, Psychic Friends Goes to the Movies, colon, Dracula Untold. And then every time we do this, because this is not a thing that we plan. This is a thing, this is not even a thing that I plan. This is a thing where sometimes we'll talk about a movie and I'll be like, there's a chance that we spend anywhere from 30 to 100% of this episode just talking about this movie. And this was one of those. And it's I didn't plan it. I did know this was a possibility, but I do like the I do like the naming convention that this is our first psychic friends go. It's not our first, but this is our first official psychic friends goes to the movies. And I might go through our podcast this week and post like maybe like post once we once this one drops like post all the other ones that could arguably be called the psychic friends goes to the movies like the one where we just that sounds like so much effort i don't think so because i think they're all named something okay yeah like i just have to like see the name and be like oh yeah that's the one where we only we just talked about the snyder cut for the whole time you know i robot or what no what's the one you were i frankenstein yeah i frankenstein (laughs) Which well, I, I forget, you got you haven't I mean, you haven't watched that one. 
No, I've seen I Frankenstein. Okay, 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 okay. Of course okay. I have. No, that's the that's... best. The best film. Honestly, that's the Frankenstein they should use in the Dark Universe. Um... That's what I was saying. That's the that he should be in there. I know Aaron it's... Eckhart is not doing anything else right now. You can you can put him in there. He's you know he's so good at stuff. You could put Aaron he... Eckhart in anything. I'll tell you I'll tell you what else you could put. You know who is canonically part of the Marvel universe is Frankenstein. So. You could actually put Aaron Eckhart Frankenstein just in the in the in the cinematic universe that's actually doing good already, which is you could even make um you could make him no you couldn't make him Frankencastle because they do already have a Frank Castle. You know about Frankencastle when they turned the Punisher into a Frankenstein for a little bit? Oh yeah. I do know about that. Really back of <laughs> yeah. my mind stuff though. I was like, I I have not read any of those comics. Uh, any yeah. Punisher in general. I don't think I've read a single sure. comic. I'm okay with yeah. that. Too. It, it's fine. It's. Yeah. I will say Pun- Punisher is up there with Superman in terms of like one of the most fundamentally misunderstood characters that is of in fiction. Um, just because like Punisher is a cool story about why sending people to war is bad and how it breaks people and turns them into turns them into like a weapon in the way that you should feel bad for and pity and and you know you just you really want this guy to do okay even though he's been sort of like all turned into something violent and deprived the chance to have a good life and instead people are like i like that he shoots people and it's like well that's not that's like that's the, not the that's not the point kind of the punisher. sort of the, the tragic part of yeah punisher is too too much of a bummer and i also don't part of it so as as a person, I purposely don't engage with some media so that I don't have sure. to talk to people with that media. Like, that yeah. they like, I, I purposely, yeah. part of the reason I hadn't watched a bunch of the MCU movies or is like, I don't want to, or I mean, not the MCU, the DC yeah, I get one. It. Sure. I was like, I want to deal with this. Uh, right. But so sometimes I just like purposely don't, don't want, I haven't watched Game yeah. of Thrones. I don't care. I haven't read all the Harry Potters. I don't want to know. Like, there's just yeah. some, some fandoms. I don't I don't care to be in them. I don't care to know yeah, that much totally. about them. And I stand behind that choice usually. But that's how I am with Mad Men and Breaking Bad. For me, yeah. those are the two where I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. And people yeah. are like, but it's really good. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's really well made. I don't care. Oh, mine goes, I think, even a step further. Because there's things I truly don't care about. There's yeah. there's ones that I per like I don't know. I haven't like there's some ones like there's some things I don't care about where I'm like well that's fine I'm just not gonna like I haven't watched any of Succession that's not one because I don't want to deal with the I fandom just, that's just one I I don't care enough to, I can't bring myself to give a shit about this whatever I don't even know what it is um like any yeah like any like any of that stuff I just don't care the ones that I'm actively trying not to have conversations with is because sometimes I'll get stuck at a party and there'll be you know right. the guy you've seen that guy you know uh-huh. who that guy yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't want to. One time, one time, I, one time I was at a, one time I was at a convention, for a th- piece of media that I have not engaged with at all, because mm-hmm. um, I was dating somebody who is in that in like the, in the fandom, and I was just I was like a little overwhelmed by just like the people on the convention floor because it was terrible, and I had sort of found my own little private hallway in the hotel where I was like, there's no one here. And I'm just going to sit here and draw some pictures in my little notebook. And one of these people found me just like came and sat next to me and was like, I like the music from season one a lot better than season two. And I was like, I haven't seen it. 
And they were like, yeah, because the music in season two is just not as good as season one. And I was like, for sure. I don't know any of the music. I have not no, seen yeah, a single episode yeah. of this thing. And they're like, yeah, well, the number one, and I was like, okay, all right, I have to go, sorry. I have to go hide somewhere else because you found me. And I guess that means you win hide and seek, but you all ruined my day. And now I have to go. Now I have um, to go about this, yeah. So, yeah, I do think that, I do think that's probably going to do it for us because well, I don't want to go for over an hour talking No, do about. we have any any final thoughts on uh, Dracula Untold, though, since this is the Dracula Untold episode? It's not good. It's really racist. And, um... I That's don't know if they cut half of this movie out for time, but it certainly <laughs> feels like they did. It's very funny that you said they feel like, you feel like they tacked on an ending to, um, you, ta- you feel like they tacked on an ending to create another cinematic universe. And in fact, it is the opposite. They tacked on an ending to stop cut cut this off from a potential cinematic universe which would be like i think a cooler way to do that would just be to have dracula die at the end yeah and it's really close they could have just had dracula die that's why i'm like or he could exist and not be like in the future and then someone go and let the games begin because usually when someone says let the games begin it means we're gonna see what the games are and this one does not let you see what yeah it should have ended with the older vampire being like well, game the game is now concluded, and that's the last. That's the last one. That's the end of these games. Yeah, these games they are done. We didn't see the games really. There's <laughs> a really funny thread because the old vampire is like, "I will if you if I can leave this cave again." We're not sure why he's stuck in the cave, but if I can leave no. this cave, I'm going to take revenge on the man who put me here. Right? Yeah. We don't see that. We see him leave no. the cave, and then years later, he's like, "Let the games begin," and I'm like, "Who?" Who put you in that cave? Did you ever get that revenge? Was that what you were looking for? Yeah, what games? What were the games? So that's probably going to do it for us for this year episode of Psychic Friends. Um, Goes to the movies, colon, Dracula Untold. As always, I've been Dash. And I've been Rosa. And you've been listening to Psychic Friends Goes to the Movies, Dracula Untold. I like the goes to the movies because sometimes we just bullshit about movies for a little bit too long, and this will kind of be like an out card. Like Rosie yeah. was COVID, she didn't do any, she didn't do any research for this one. I have like two of those. You want to talk about Dracula? I've got some really good ones, and I'm gonna save them for next week. But like this is just a little te- just a little teaser. Um, you know though, you know the, you know what? No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tease what it is until we're off the air because it's, it's too good. It's too All good, right. and people, people gotta wait. All right.